Welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host, and my guests and I inspire and empower women to find their awesomeness, live their joy. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host, and I'm here with another awesome guest, uh, the amazing, wonderful Anne Namark. She is a remarkable woman. She is a psychotherapist and she's a counselor worker and she is an author and she honors our human diversity, which I truly love. And this show is for women in transition. And sometimes that transition creates some issues along the way that we can't seem to get our head wrapped around. Well, Anne, <laughs> help us with that and, and release a lot of that. She has just finished another book called A Touch of Light. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit. But uh, let's let Anne, this is wonderful. I am so thrilled that you are, are with us today and share your wisdom for helping all of these women who are in transition, maybe make it a little bit easier step and your, your, a touch of light we have been talking about in the past. And that uh, is a wonderful resource, is it not? It is. Now, I forgot to get it right here. Do you mind if I leave for five seconds and go get it? And I'll oh, show you. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, we, we also, uh, this gives me an opportunity to remind you to come over to the YouTube channel and watch us on YouTube, where you can see this beautiful Anne Namark and uh, the gorgeous myself. What can I say? Karen Stoltz and uh, the book. All right. And a touch of light. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Opening to the love that is you and all creation. Ah, yep. it's on a source. Yay. Yeah, it was a two-year two process. I hired a wonderful um, company publishing people and they, they led me through the whole, every single step. Wow. So plunked out a bunch of money to them in the beginning. It was totally <laughs> worth it. Um, totally worth it. Well, it certainly is a wonderful book. And I am I'm really excited. It's on the way <laughs> to my home. So I, I love it. And Anne has is um well, you are very spiritually um connected, shall we say. Very mm -hmm. intuitive chant would how would you describe yourself oh my gosh that's a loaded question okay <laughs> what a loaded question <laughs> okay well yeah well i was raised in and this is in the book but i'll just say it brief you know i was raised in a household of atheist my parents were atheists but when i was 15 i was sitting outside in the backyard and I had this funny, really strong feeling that I wondered if they knew everything about this. They just say they, they were referencing uh, religions and they were not into religions. 
and they felt like people created those to make themselves feel better. And that base, my dad was a scientist, basically what you see and everything is what is, and when you die, that's the end, you're mm. gone. And so in my 20s, I just started um, looking into it because there was this very strong pull to like explore and see and like, wow, is that really it? And what do I feel? And, blah, blah, blah. and so I've been on this journey forever and it's been very fun. And I've explored many, many kinds of styles, right? I'll stay with them for a while. I'll take what I need and then I move on. And now I have my own version. And um, when I work with clients, a lot, I get a lot of people because they are interested in working with their spirituality and they haven't found another therapist that will talk about that. Hmm. So we do. I think it's getting better. I think people are more open these days, but, um, and then sometimes, if they're interested, we do a little energy work and, but it's totally up to them. Uh -huh. and, um, we, I might combine it with EMDR because they're, you know, eye movement desensitization and restructuring. And it's been really uh, amazingly effective for people. I have like, heard that it is an amazing, amazing uh, technique and resource for people to quickly and easily gently release any issues and i i would love to use it but i'm not a licensed psychotherapist i'm not a licensed counselor so i i am not allowed to use that particular format so i've come up with my heart energy techniques that are free to use and but it, it, you know being able to have somebody like you help with this because i've heard it over and over again that ah. that that particular uh, EMDR is that what it is? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it is uh, a amazing resource. So if you are someone who is, um, well, how would you describe it? Why would you use that? Uh, it's it it's eye movement desensitization restructuring. So it re originally started with somebody figured out that, that when they moved their eyes back and forth, when they weren't feeling good, they started feeling better. And then, and then lots of research, lots of stuff. Uh, I use online, if I'm online, I use an online website and it uses little dots that bounce back and forth across the screen. And you can also add sound. Mm. Sound the person gets to choose. Is it nature? Is it type of music? Is it other things? So you've got a double thing going and it affects the brain in a really balancing way. Like if this part of the brain is, they've done spec scan, scans to kind of see what happens before and after. So say one part of the brain is overactive, it balances and calms it down. One is underactive, it moves it back to where it's supposed to be. So usually if people are open uh, and they're ready, uh, then it works pretty quick. I've found. Now I'm I'm curious. Is is it almost like creating new neural pathways? Because a lot of the things that I do create new neural pathways. Is that what is going on here with the MDR? Good question. You know, I may, I may not be the expert on that area of it. What I just know is that the that it it does help to release trauma mm -hmm. of it if it's 
you know, it was originally used a lot with um, vets who had PTSD coming back from the wars. Mm-hmm. And, but it's. Oh, we froze. Is that me or you? I don't know. So I'm not out describing people's brain mm-hmm. connection, but um, you can probably find it online. I'm sure there's a lot written about it these days. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit more. What, what, what inspired you to write your book? Right. Okay. So many years ago, my dad said to me, why don't you write the story of your life? And I'm like, why? (laughs) You know, it's just, I'm just living here. But then, um, in the last few years, I started having a feeling to do that. And I think it was generated by source. It was generated by my spiritual connection. And there was little urges and things. And then this friend of mine had the same feeling. He, I knew him from 40 years ago. And, and uh, so we had lunch one day and we decided we would both start writing and we would support each other. And we would, and he said, yeah, we can do AIC. I said, what are you talking about? And he, he said that there was a nun that he had known and he had asked her, how do I write? And she just goes, AIC, get your ass in the chair and just do it. <laughs> it's so, accountability. That's accountability. Let's set up a time, sit down. And- I see. I love it. I love it. That's great. (laughs) So we were, we've been supporting each other on this journey and it's cool. Oh, that is fantastic. So basically you went through a bit of a transition there too, you know, shifting, it sounds like, uh, shifting from atheist parents to spirituality that is not religion spirituality is not necessarily religion Mm -mm. uh and it's like you say whatever makes you feel good if if we i'm of the philosophy it's a very simple what is our purpose here on earth is Mm -hmm. to be happy and and be free that's be at peace be happy be free that is our, our purpose on earth. And so to look at something and say, you know what, this is not, this is not really making me feel very good. Take a look at it. Is it something that you absolutely have to do? Or is it something that maybe it's coming from somebody else? And yeah. it isn't yours in the first place. So you know what, we got a choice. Exactly. That's the word. We have a choice and a lot of people don't feel like they do from their programming, from growing up, from, you know, different styles, from intergenerational stuff, from feelings that they have about themselves. And do they have the freedom to make a choice inside? Yeah. So it's, there's a lot, sometimes you have to clear up, clear up the brush to get to that sense of, yes, I do have a choice. I definitely do. But there's a lot of, like, here's here's a for instance, though I've always kind of been on my own path and I just do what I feel like doing. Um, 
somebody told me once, I think it was a psychic intuitive person. He says, your mom doesn't understand you at all. And I think that has to do with, she was very by the book and I wasn't, and I'm not, I haven't been. So um, her programming from her, in, from her generations, you know, just carried down to her, but I'm like, what? No, but even so, there's a lot of stuff in the unconscious that we're not quite aware of. Mm-hmm. So my dad died in 2015 and I was aware after he died of this whole ceiling that opened up that was um, above me kind of energetically that I had not been aware of, of his opinions, you know, his, he was the one I really connected to growing up. He was more social, more relatable. But in the, but at the same time, he had his opinions. And even though I veered off away from a lot of those, there's this kind of, I, mean, I had an awareness like, oh, yeah, there's other stuff. It's like all of a sudden the sky opened up for me even more because there was an influence that left. So it was interesting, you yeah. know keeping that uh awareness of what is is happening that is so huge being able to be aware and then and then you allowed the ceiling to open up and and accept what the situation was and then make the choice as to whether you're going to continue on that same belief patterns or no, there's better ones for me. Thanks so much. Yeah, very astute, Karen. You have, <laughs> have a good way of summarizing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, it 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 just. It, I remember when you 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 brought up your mom. I that was something that oftentimes. You're either, I want to be just like mom, or I don't want to be anything like mom. Yeah. And I didn't really want to be anything like mom. Oh, okay. And wonderful woman. No question about it. She was a wonderful woman. I learned a lot and I, I'm very grateful for the things that she taught me. There's no question about it. She's, she was great. And I always felt loved, which was huge. I always felt loved. And I knew that if I, and I did this, I got a ride home from college, um, ended up on a bus somewhere. I, I don't even remember how it all worked. I said, and I can get a ride back to school with this girl. Uh, she lives in New York state. I lived in Massachusetts and all I know is that she loves, lives in upper New York. (laughs) (laughs) and mom dad will you drive me there on this date so Mm -hmm. i can go back to school Mm -hmm. never a doubt in my mind that they would make that happen that's awesome doubt in my mind and god only knows how they found it because i surely i have no idea how they found it but i knew i knew it was going to happen because they were always there for me but with all that said mom tried very hard. I, I, I was brought up with um, very low self-esteem and 
um, worthiness and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she was always trying to tell me that mm-hmm. no one was better than I was. No one was better than our family. No one. Uh huh. And I said, maybe no one is better, but no one is worse either. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that was where our conflict came from. And, and I said, no, no, we are who we are. Yeah. There is no better. There is no worse. There is just different. Beautiful. Love that, Karen. Yeah. And I couldn't get that through because as I realized after I got into this world of coaching and mentoring and spirituality that I thought, and I guess it did, I felt very different from other people. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's very common. I find my work. Yeah. And, and that's what makes, that's what makes you so unique is that you have the speciality of education, psychotherapist, all of these things that doctors requirements and licensures and whatnot, but you also have that spirituality. Mm -hmm. And that is what really makes you so unique. I I know a lot of psychiatrists, a lot of counselors, Mm -hmm. but, and, and they're all very religious. Oh, okay. And they call themselves spiritual. Right. You know, that's so interesting, Karen, because um, can I tell you what I've been doing lately? I'd love it. <laughs> I've been on these dating websites. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's, an, it's a real a journey, I'm telling you. Anyway, I'm on this one called Spiritual Singles, and I... And in my little bio on there, I had put spiritual psychotherapist. So the psychiatrist uh, messaged me, like, what's a spiritual psychotherapist? So I told him what I've just told you guys, you know, and that was the end of that relationship. (laughs) It was not interested. Like, uh, okay, well, there you are. Well, it's a lot like in this you really do have to know what you're putting out there don't you because i i've noticed that spiritualist mm-hmm. for a lot of people they're thinking christian evangelist yeah that's true mm-hmm. and no i'm not a christian evangelist but i hey you and I, we, we connect with spirit yeah, and we're able to use that energy and it, it, it's based, whatever you call it out there, whether it be God, universe, spirit, Allah, Buddha, whatever, well, Buddha was human, but um, whatever mm-hmm. you call it. I it's agree. Energy that is the guiding source that mm-hmm. helps us understand and appreciate what we are and who we are and, and will give us the strength when we need it to make good choices. 
making it true it's and it is you're right it's about choices i mean i mean you know to me i'm just a work in progress trying to release the things that get in my way of me being who i am mm-hmm. and it's been um forever you know lots of clearing oh I, yeah i mean people pleaser self-doubter <laughs> extraordinaire oh yeah you know, and it can be deep and it can be intergenerational, passed down. I mean, they have researched this stuff. These patterns passed down, the trauma passes down. And and if we kind of get into it, we can we can shift all that. We can do some healing and stuff. And it but doesn't have to be as hard as we think if we allow it. And for me, uh oh, Everything is a learning experience. I love Everything that. is possible to be a learning experience. And for me, I, you know, hey, we're in this world. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe in an afterlife, but hmm, and we're in this world. And anything that we are in this world has been our choice. And therefore, nothing in past lives, which I didn't believe in past lives. Um, Nothing in past lives could possibly have interacted because we are who we are. Uh, Guess what? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, I I was learning a technique that I use in the heart energy techniques. And it was a case of every time I'd gone through it, I really Mm. didn't. I really didn't uh, have any progress with me, uh-huh. um, but I thought, you know, it's a tool to add to my toolkit for my clients. Perfect. Yeah. And that is, that's all it was. Doesn't have to work for me. It's mm-hmm. all about the client, right? So I use this um, process and each time I was asked, was it before birth? after birth or during birth Mm -hmm. and I thought give me a break during birth (laughs) and obviously it's after birth because it's me come on it's me so I finally go to this certification program training and I, I am sitting there and before birth, after birth, or during birth. And I said, after, wait a minute, (laughs) before, before birth. Mm. And we went through the process and it was like, wow, all right, well, let's see. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And what it was, was a case of, I would go to these wonderful things that have a wonderful time and, and full disclosure, Anne and I have known each other for quite a while um, virtually, but we mm-hmm. had some wonderful times in, in virtual retreat programs. And, and then I would go home mm. and say, now what? I don't uh, want to go home. Well, that's, uh, so it, anyway, so anyway, it gets time to get in the car mm-hmm. 
And I automatically shift into my old way of being. Of <sighs> Now I have to drive 12 hours to home and the same old life. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh. And then allowing and awareing the A and awesome. I said, mm. wait a minute. That's not how I really feel. I, I don't feel like that. Mm. Wait a minute. Where is that feeling? Mm. It's not here. I actually turned my head around it, looking in the back seat. Where is it? Where are you hiding? Where is that <laughs> feeling hiding? Come on. Come on. Where is that? It's gone. That's great. And mm -hmm. it is gone. Isn't that amazing? That's super cool. So it's just being... It's, I guess the bottom line there is it doesn't have to be heart-wrenching. Exactly. Change. Totally. It have to just make the choice to find the, the person like Anne who has the, the resources and the abilities to, to make this all happen. Well, thank you, Karen. Yeah, everybody's in, in that whole regard. You're right. Everybody's different. But I, yesterday I had a client and her, she's had some difficulty or in early or in her life. And um, we have worked with EMDR and some stuff with her little girl inside the inner child, different ages of herself. And so I said yesterday, well, you want to you want to go back to and talk to her and what else does she need to look into? And she didn't want to do it. She's like, oh. and it's exactly what you were saying. She was concerned about, you know, too much pain, too much sorrow, too much sadness, too much ouch. And I'm saying, I'm saying to her what you're saying. We, it's not like we're going to revisit it and, and re-traumatize you at all. This is just identify and then what well, what she's found that her, the little girl inside of her is pretty smart pretty wise knows what's up and gives her ideas and advice and i keep finding this with a lot of the younger the younger folks inside of people like the kid knows what's going on and so um but i gave her some other ideas too you know maybe we can do emdr or if that scares you you know you can write you can journal you can do art just get into a space and let the um, get she has two little kids. So get your get your kids crayons and a big wad of paper and just be in your space and let your arm just free flow and don't think and just let it go down onto the paper. Do another page, do another page, do a sand tray, you know, make up a story. That's a technique that therapists use with kids. It's great for adults, too. <laughs> Yeah, well, they had those meditation Buddha sand trays that you can get at the five below and things that you can. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's too. But in the sand tray with the kids, you get the therapist finds a lot of different figures, houses, uh -huh. people, and animals and fences and stuff. And they have all these things on their wall. And then they have this little sand tray and the kid picks or the grown up picks up what they want and they make up a story oh, out of imagination. so it's using imagination a lot and i use that with the emdr and the you know we just like 
you work with where the person is, you meet with them where they're at, and then what are you coming up with? I'm not telling you how this should go. I'm giving you a suggestion, but if you don't like it, that's fine. So what's in view? You know, I want to open it up so that people feel their creativity and they get like, oh, wow, I can do this. Wow, that's fun. It's different. It, it's it's giving them permission, giving them permission oh. to believe in themselves. Good way to put it. That's right. And, you know, with some people who've been seriously traumatized, it's it takes a, a bunch of time. Yeah. Some, there's so many layers a lot of times. Some of it's very deep. And like you were saying, oh, with your work, oh, before birth, oh. So there's the, um, there could be intergenerational stuff. There could be past life stuff. There, and or, or during birth, there was some kind of trauma or you're in the womb and there's some kind of energy going on with the mom or the dad or the environment. It's multiple factors, but, um, you know, you can find it. And then, like I'm thinking of one client I've worked with for years. She's adorable and so talented, man with her music and her art. And she was the scapegoat in the family. It seems like a lot of my clients are the scapegoats. Mm. Like the family dumps on this, picks one person, which is a theory of systems, all kinds of systems. Or at least that's the way they were feeling. <laughs> well, you know, in reality, and especially with this one, that's- It, it was the truth. It was really happening. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. So- it's been a struggle for her mm. and then, but you know if and it, it takes a lot of courage you know people say that if you 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 shouldn't feel because it's weak just get over it right unfortunately men are supposed to do that and i just don't i just don't like that at all and um and she felt like that she kept pushing aside everything no i don't want to go there but we've We've worked for so long and she's she's doing that a bit at a time. And I think also because she's into spirituality and she feels things, she's very sensitive to energy. And I think the energy nudges her. <laughs> mm -hmm. you, you have to allow it. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. The choice, uh, Abraham Hicks. I don't know, yeah, Abraham Hicks, and and I uh, always remember a question that was asked of Abraham of why why did God allow this to happen, mm -mm. and. And Abraham came back. I love Abraham because it's such common sense. I mean, it's basically common sense, but there's very little common sense going on in the world today. So it's just common sense. He's, hey, we're always there. We're always guiding you. But hey, we're not going to override human choice. It is your choice. We're never sure. going to override your human choice. So yes, these these downloads come the sensitivity comes the the knowledge but then we have a choice mm -hmm. 
That's so good. That's that's a really good word. And another thing that I similar, I talk about free will. Free will. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been my total experience, Karen, because I've worked with all kinds of energies and <clears throat> expanded levels. And that's exactly what you're saying. Nobody is ever going to intrude on you. If you don't want them there, they don't go. Exactly. If you <clears throat> if you feel intruded upon, say goodbye. That's it. That's it. I had one client who was um, very frightened because yeah. the the negative entities. And, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, there are ways and means around that. Come on. Say goodbye. I, it, it, no, I'm not discounting. There are negative things out there. There's no question. I've been there. I've experienced it. But there are ways of, of releasing as well. So, uh, oh, and what, yeah, go ahead. What you're talking about, too, is your own sovereignty, your own authority. Like if you say, no, get out of here, you know, that that works. And if you feel you don't feel the energy in you to do that, you can get help from the guys you trust. You know, who do you trust? I had a friend who I have a friend who um, was visited a lot of times by negativity over her years. And but she she connected with Archangel Michael. Mm -hmm. Or that was her safe place. And it worked. And that was great. And, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, well, it's just have to remind ourselves we always have that. Yes. We do. And um, you know, even I I connected in with the Catholic Church because I liked the the mysticism and I liked the people that made personal relationships with spiritual energy. I didn't like all that other politics and stuff. That wasn't my shtick, but but um, there, there were, there are things in the Bible. I looked at the Bible for a while, and it's one of the lines that I was of last night was, "If your eye be single, oh, it's probably not exactly right." Meaning exactly what you're saying. If you pay attention and you remember that you're not alone, you're not in this by yourself. You've got, you've got this energy that create that is love that created us. And that's there. And so it's real hard for us to remember that or feel it or, you know, we get caught up in the earth and we got to go to the store and go and get some gas and stuff. And we can't remember. We, it's hard to be tuned in. It, and that, it yeah, that's been my goal. I want to be totally, completely every single little cell and blah, blah, blah in that space. And it may not be the... <laughs> that's the thing on the earth plane i'm not sure but that's where i'm where i aim at that's that's the being part of us the human part of us is another another thing entirely our human beings and mm -hmm. uh yeah it, it was it was comical during one of our magical tea parties uh that my partner and i offer uh once a month and during one of those times, I said, well, you know what? I I just haven't had my crew around me. That's what we call our, the yeah. energy, the, our guides. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't had the crew around me too much. And my partner just started laughing hysterically. 
<laughs> and I said, okay, okay, I got it because you're right. Uh -huh. They're always here. They're uh -huh. always here to help. You just have to be open to it. So I had to qualify that and say, all right, take, take responsibility. I haven't been open to hearing, feeling, and, and taking guidance. Let's right. be honest. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't that they're not here. They're here. <laughs> they are. I hear you, Karen. And when somebody told me many years ago that all you have to do is have a thought, like call them up in your head. And there it is. And I was like, really? That's all you have to do? Yeah, really? it doesn't have to be hard, guys. We don't have to set out our altar and make the prayers and do our dance. And those are all wonderful things. Don't don't get me wrong. Those are all great sometimes. But sometimes I I far prefer just having a conversation like we are now. And and so we do. We have this conversation. Right. That's so cool. Yeah, well. You know, we're, we have this planet and we've got, we've got politics and we've got videos and media and people putting their opinions out. So this, what we're talking about is not everyday stuff. And so you kind of have to hunt for it. Mm -hmm. And you go, like you said before, you go with what works for you. Mm -hmm. And so I have clients of uh, all kinds of spiritual things. Some of them love the churches, but they're, you know, they're from all, a lot of diversity. And, but the, the main point is that, you know, they, they're there because of the heart. That's it. It's all about heart and, and believing in yourself and feeling better about yourself and mm -hmm. where you're going and what you're doing. And when you feel good, you look good. When you look good, you feel good and you do marvelous things in the world. It you just, bet. it just happens that way. And, and I agree. I agree totally. And the things could be like you smile at a stranger. Yes. It's not like you have to be all that, you know, very popular and up in the news and da, 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 da. It's like, who are you? Like you're saying, the beingness. You know, I've been listening to this song I love by John Denver called All This Joy. Mm. It's very simple. Do you know that song? I, I know it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I've heard it. Put it that way. <laughs> okay. So tell and, me. Okay. I'll just say the words real quick. It brings all the, it brings all this into one little thingy. So it's all this joy, all this sorrow all this, um, uh, let me get the next, all this promise, all this pain, such as life, such as being, such as spirit, such as love. So he's including our human experience and just putting the spirit and the experience together, which I like, because I feel like that's part of our, um, like what you're saying, how can we just accept that we're, we're, it's not like a flat line, our life experience, it's all over the place. And how do we ride it? How do we? And, you know, that's what makes, makes it interesting. That's what makes it interesting, the highs and the lows. We wouldn't know, uh, we wouldn't appreciate the sunshine if we only had sunshine. We wouldn't appreciate the rain if we only had rain. 
we we don't appreciate things unless we have the law of polarity the universal law mm -hmm. of polarity we need to experience these things and appreciate them we don't have to go down in the depths been there done that bought the t-shirt we'll continue yeah. to do so uh -huh. and the elation been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, and we'll continue to do so. And there's yes. everything in between. Yes. So it is, um, I, did you ever see, and I, oh my goodness, we're going way longer than we anticipated here, but uh, I am so enjoy. I'm getting off here. This is the way it is with Ann and I. We, we sit down and we start talking until a client shows up usually. <laughs> Oh, okay. Whatever works. I'm on, I'm on for the ride. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, did you ever see the show or hear about the show, uh, The Good Place with Ted Danson? And I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it. I didn't, I haven't watched it. I saw of it. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I, I always like to go to the end first. Uh, I read books. I, I read the end of the book first, make sure the characters I like are still alive and happy. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a waste of my time reading the book if I'm going to be disappointed at the end. You can you can do that in this one. You have permission. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been done. <laughs> be really interesting. I want to hear what that's like for you from the ending, starting with the ending. I never heard somebody do that. Well, I, I don't start from the ending. I read, I read, you know, the first chapter or two, get okay. a feel for it, and then, and then go to the end. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, and if it's a nonfiction, I probably don't do that. But uh, fiction, that's what I do. I, I get into the characters. I like the characters. I want the characters to be happy, and then at the <laughs> end, and. Okay, are they still alive? So I've been reading the Diana Gabaldon books, uh, Outlander. Oh, okay. With Jamie and Claire. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I got one for Christmas last year. I'm making it last. I'm still reading it now. <laughs> but Aver. Uh, it is it, absolutely. It's a a book about oh three three and a half inches thick. So. It, it takes a long time to read. But the first thing I did, because I love Jamie and Claire, mm -hmm. and the title of the book is Tell the Bees That I'm Gone. Oh, okay. And I thought, I don't want to read this if, if one of them is not there at the end. So right to the end. All right, Jamie, Claire, are you still alive? Yes, you are. Okay, good. Now I can read the book and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well, that, that's just the way it is but um uh, basically in the good place the the spoiler alert the end they they make it to the good place heaven mm. and all of these marvelous people are up there i mean mm. philosophers artists it's wonderful wow. and everything is perfect oh Everything wow. they wanted is perfect. Oh dear. And they hate it. <laughs> that that's a great line. That's a great part there. Mm. They they say, I'd rather go into oblivion 
than live in perfection all the time. Oh, that's a great line. You know, and that reminds me of, I don't know, you may need to stop this if it's going on too long, but... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we got all the time in the world. I don't know. Our listeners, I know that you're going to love Anne and and love our conversation. So we may have to come back again, but go ahead. So I work with the Arcturians. They're an intergalactic group. And some of you may have heard of them. um, They've been around forever. They're like a, they're, they're a, they're a civilization that's that they actually are semi-protective of the earth so they kind of patrol and they they uh, take care of us um this guy named tom kenyon who's a healer with sound mm-hmm. channeled a book about them different members of their their group would come through him and and they had their their little time mm-hmm. but they say um that they learn they can learn from us exactly kind of what you're saying and it's because for them it has always been about the mission and that they've got this mission and they got to go with the mission and they're not they haven't they said we haven't grown into the arena of the variety of feelings like loving someone being being uh sad you know with loss and that kind of stuff and so I thought that was pretty cool. That's what I love about these guys that are really, really the ones you want to work with because they're really honest and they don't, they're working on no ego and all that sort of stuff. They're just telling it like, yeah, you guys are helping us. Thank you. At the same time, they're super amazing and they're a great resource for all of us too. Oh, well, please let us know. Is there a way of contacting of, of, do you have a resource or just calling out just calling out that's all i mean they are they're on the fifth dimension and beyond if that makes any sense like uh fifth dimension to me has to do with the energy of love love and higher Mm -hmm. love joy and higher do they talk about when they have a question they have a project to do then they um they get everybody together and they're able to see past present and future of the what would happen with this project each one of them Mm. so it's very um you know they listen to everybody's opinions and then they come to some kind of decision as a unit as a group it's very cool the way life should be right I like it. Yeah, me. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anne, uh, I have so enjoyed hanging out with you today on the Awesome Life podcast, and I know our listeners have as well. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I have a website, annamark.com, and my email is annamark, A-N-N-N-A-I-M-A-R-K, number five, at Gmail. That's an easy, those are two easy ways. Terrific. Terrific. And your book, you want to hold it up again? Oh, of course. A Touch of Light, Opening to the Love that is You and All Creation. Available on Amazon, and we will have a link for that as well in the show notes. So any last words before we go? You, Karen? (laughs) You've been a total... You've been a lot of fun and I'm really 
honored that you invited me. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. You are wonderful. And I, I know a great benefit to our listeners. I know, guys, we have gone off on a little bit of a tangent, but, you know, that's how you get to know people, right? I think so. Yeah, just be yourself. Just go where it takes you. And don't worry about it. There you go. Yeah. So until next time, everybody. Be awesome. <laughs>